Hey y'all, welcome back. My name is Chico. I'm Nyam. And I'm Gadani. And this is Okayasi. What up? Season two. Season two. Episode two. Let's go. So my ladies. Ladies, I think last week's episode was so much fun, guys. It was. It really was. I think it's one of my favorites from um the whole podcast so far. Yeah. But when I look at our list of what's coming up in season two, I'm like, hey, I don't know if it's gonna be my favorite for too long because we got some bangers coming. That we Brand do. New. Yeah. So how sure. was your week, Gadosh? Um, it was okay. Um, <laughs> um, there was a holiday in the week, which was a good thing. I got to hang out with friends, which was amazing. I haven't done that in Another a holiday. Way. 20th is not okay, my October holiday. is just holiday season for it's, Kenyans. It's someone who said October, November, and December are like the Friday, Saturday, Sunday of the year. So like we on Friday. <laughs> We're living it up on our Friday, man. Big up. Wow. Right? Um, so... That I was able to like, like because it's it's been a very friend heavy, um, four days, which has been so much fun. Then mom gave us a hookup for Oktoberfest, which was also, like you know, just the randomest fun ever. Where it's just like, yeah. why am I listening How to it, German folk music? <laughs> but then this guy is out here. There's a guy. There's a time he opened his button to the bottom because he was playing Elvis. I mean, like, judging went me, Nyam, and then, like, two of my best friends. <laughs> Just, like, judging him was such great joy. Then a DJ came on, and we, like, really, we really danced. It was so much fun. It was Wait, so much fun. Mom oh, is the greatest plug. We were supposed to be. So, she invited us. It was a three-day fest. Like, October fest was three-day fest. October <laughs> fest was three days. So she had gone on the first day, but we couldn't go on that same day with her. So I had met her the day after and they were telling me the story of how it was so exciting. It was like so much fun. They were telling me about like people were dancing on tables. So I was like, wow, wow we really missed out. Then she was like, no, you can still go. I can give you the hookup. I mean, there's still two more days. So that's how it it happened. Yeah, man. Fine. We said in season one, she's the plug. She's the plug. So it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and then on Saturday, I hung out with some real thieves, which was actually also really fun. Um, and then today, I've just been vibing. It's just like, why is tomorrow Monday? But yeah, it was a good week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice. it was a really good week. Yeah, this one was good. Yeah. Corona, please. I closed the door for Corona and she's just out here trying to open the doors. One thing about but Corona, standard. actually two things. We standard. know Corona likes to fart from previous mm-hmm. episodes, <laughs> but she yes. also knows how to open doors. So she I actually have to doors. lock the door. I have mm-hmm. to lock the door. And every time people come to my house, they think I'm joking. I'm like, listen, if you're changing, if you're doing anything, please make sure to lock your door because Corona will just <laughs> bust in there. Like so, I don't know anyone would yeah. think that. Like, like, just go no to your YouTube. Doors. They just need to see her. Like, your YouTuber, you're like, yeah, guys, so today, door opens. Boom. <laughs> door opens. Yeah. She's like, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, I don't sorry, like closed doors in my, my house. 
Your train of truck. Okay, let's go. What is it called? Train of <laughs> train of thought. Lord. <laughs> uh-huh. Lord. How was your okay. week? My week was okay. It was really long. Um, for those of you who don't know, I teach, but I also coach, and um, I coach dance. And dance season just started like two weeks ago. So this week we had like three we- three days of practice, and it was a long week. It was three days of practice, but I still managed to go to the gym three times this week. Let's um, go. So I feel accomplished. I feel accomplished, but at the same time, eggs hosted. Yeah, yeah, but nothing, nothing negative, nothing. Uh, it was just a really good week, you know? That's cool. Yeah. Vibes. Yeah. My week was good. Um, yeah. Uh, nothing too over the top, too hectic. Uh I really enjoyed Oktoberfest uh, and then hanging out with family from yeah. uh, Nyawira side of the family, like being in Shags uh, on Saturday for that was nice. Um, but really my highlight is we went out uh, just like for one drink after the gym on Wednesday. Oh and my God, plan, I forgot about like, that. <laughs> out of the blue. Um, yeah. And it was just you know how you end up going for like half an hour just straight from the gym in our gym clothes not showered nothing yeah and we ended up staying for maybe four hours wow yeah like four and yeah, a half and we left at like yeah and anyway, I don't know why I, just vibes yeah i had to um i had to arm wrestle my coach I didn't have to, Whoa. but like it was, we were doing like, it was like a truth or dare app situation and I didn't have any truth, uh, but it said rest, arm wrestle the strongest person um, on the table. Um, and I think I actually gave him a run for like when I watched the footage back because Please. everyone took videos. <laughs> no, like I for was real. Like, no, what? for real. I really held tell. on, girl. It's um, like seeing so his face being really like, I got this. My week. Yeah, wow. his face was like, I yeah. got this. It's like, shoot. Like, wait. Oh, my God. She's actually like, you know, that thing for his brain was like, oh, my God, I actually I saw, have to try. I saw his it was spirit so being humbled. Kidogo. Just kidogo. Yeah, but good for <laughs> like, him. Surprise. Good for him, though. He must be doing a good job then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, with it's training, also, uh, you guys. <laughs> it it's a kudos to coach. him regardless. Yeah, it's yeah, a man. kudos to him regardless, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's how my week was. Mm. So, so are y'all ready for the... We... He'll, uh, yes, I do. Are what? you ready? Oh, will. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I was going to sing, but I know you guys will just start. No, oh, that's not the song for this season. I'll do research this week and come with. Actually, you know what I should do is sing a song every every week, a different one. That's why I'm like, I look great. for it. This season yeah. will be every week a different spin song. I'm going to Google songs with spin. I don't even care if it actually makes sense. Okay, that's what's yeah. gonna happen. That's my vibe for season two. Uh-huh. Where are we? Nice. Today we landed on yak and yam. Mm. So who's gonna go first? What's you. your yak and yam? Uh-huh. What? My yak. I, I have it okay. today. Okay. You're ready. Mm-hmm. I'll start with my yak. I've been okay. going through some digestive issues. <laughs> mm. And it's been very frustrating because I feel like my body is rejecting everything that I eat. Mm-hmm. And 
I just need to figure it out because I haven't been enjoying food recently and food is kind of my job. So I kind yeah. of have to, I kind of have to like it, but mm. I haven't been enjoying eating and I haven't been enjoying the food that I'm consuming. And I've been trying to figure it out, like trying different things, adding different things to my diet. Um, I've actually mm. been pescatarian for seven years. Yeah, I've been pescatarian for seven years and I did a I did blood work and I got back like a bunch of things that my body um is sensitive to and a lot of them mm. were things I was eating. So like the last month like or two I've been loved. Trying, loved, <laughs> literally loved. That's true. Um and all the things on that list that I'm sensitive to are the things that I eat all the time. Salmon, um mm. gluten what else? Pasta. Dairy. Dairy. Pas- mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Pasta because of the gluten. What was the other one that I was like? Waroos. Potatoes. Waroos. Yeah, so. Heartbreak. I know. That's and I've tried wild. to cut those things out and trying to, I'm trying to incorporate more like animal-based products. So I've been eating like red meat because it said that that was one of the things that's really good for me. Um, chicken mm-hmm. is one of the things that's really bad for me. So I... I've never eaten chicken. I mean, in the last seven years, I haven't eaten chicken and I haven't started. So I'm just in that mm. process of figuring out what my body wants. I'd be so and sad I think that was it's been result. messing with like my energy levels. So I'm feeling mm. like I'm always tired because I'm not like properly nourished. Um, but yeah, mm. that's my yuck. Trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, my yum is the beginning of dance season. Dance season is a lot of work, but... I really like find a lot of fulfillment like working outside the classroom with my students, you know? Like mm. I have a good group of girls this year. I have a team of like what, 17 girls and everyone has been oh, wow, getting along big. so far. And you know when you deal with a group of girls, there has to be drama, you know? But this year yeah. like I put my foot down and I was like, "Listen, if you're here for the drama, you can leave because I'm not about to deal with it." Um and oh, every week Every week I've been trying to incorporate at least one day where we're not necessarily working on our competition pieces, rather um, doing like team building activities, get to know you stuff, like TikTok challenges and stuff like that. And I Mm. think it's been working. So that's kind of the yum of my week or life right now. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Those are pretty dope. Gadani, should I go next? Yes. I saw how you had been like, you go first. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm glad you are listening. So, <laughs> I guess I'll also start with my yak. Um, I've just been feeling a little bit more anxious, maybe towards the end of the... Yeah, a- anyway, I deal with anxiety every so often. Um, with the transitionary space I'm in, sometimes it can get overwhelming. Um, but I've been sensitive to like keep to my schedule um wake up sit down at my desk do the work you know so breathing exercises i was talking to a friend and they were telling me about meditation which i've never really given a chance i don't i don't know i just always felt like it was not something i want to do um and even still i feel like i would have to do guided meditation but um yeah, so it's been a bit of a yuck this week, losing sleep on some days. Yeah, because when I'm anxious, the insomnia also checks in. Um, but I think I've 
it's usually like a hectic two days and then I'm I even out. So that's been my yak, but I'm I don't feel like it's a train smash. Have you ever um, tried using those apps like Headspace or Calm or something so like that? I guess I will now. Um and even one the the friend I'm talking about sent me a link to one of her favorite um guided meditation ones and i think she uses it also for sleep so yeah i use abide i can send you the link also yeah Yeah. could you send me those links too because my therapist has been telling me that incorporating um meditation is very important which is so funny because like the focus to meditate is actually a challenge so much work it really is so much work yeah it's my homework every week from my therapist also and i'm just like girl get out of here (laughs) Yeah. Um yeah, so that's the yuck. My yum is I think spending time with family on the weekend. Um we got to hear I mean it was sad in the sense that it was memorializing those who have gone before us. Um but it was also good to be with people like we don't see all the time. Um people who had traveled in for like a specific season hanging out with cousins um i think the road trip was also really fun we got like i i used um where'd you go uh oh sorry we went to nyeri to shags our shags from nyawira side of the family um and we got to hang out with that side of the family which was really nice the stories um the road trip was really fun i found like these questions i have a friend who um, always is so great at finding um, like questions to fill spaces. Um, so I feel like we got to know one another better also on the on the car right there with the cousins. So that was really fun too. Yeah. So that that was my yum for the for the week. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my turn. Um, my yuck is that I'm starting to hit the things that used to bring me joy, or I'm not finding time. So when I'm creative is when I'm happy, but I don't have time to be creative. So I'm feeling like yuck. And then the things that would give me like yay excitement, I'm too tired to do them. So they're not as exciting anymore. So I don't feel like I'm getting to chill. You know what I mean? So like the joy has been drained out of my creativity, which is very upsetting. Um, So I'm just feeling like very... I know what you're talking about. Right? I feel like I'm existing in the land of gray. And it's so exhausting. Like, actually, no, it feels like it's dark. It just feels like a dark cloud. And I'm just like, where is my light? I need the light. So, Those um, are the prerequisites of burnout. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, mother. But, um, yeah, chorus yeah. Form. yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's the space I'm in where there's like a lot of things I'm really excited about. Um, like things I'm like oh my god let me create like I created a community for something that I'd been thinking about for a while and I created it, I was like oh my god this is so exciting then I was like mm, that was great next or like okay so now you know like that or something I've been planning to do very long time and it's just like okay when I have time will I actually do the thing or do I sleep because I can't like it's so like I don't like it I don't have time to be creative and it's exhausting and then in the spaces where I would ideally be creative, it's being policed. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, 
you can do this do this do this don't do that if you turn it to the left no go right no stand in the middle and so just like okay i guess doesn't matter so um my yak is i need to find a creative outlet um basically because i feel like everything i love is not as exciting anymore and that's sad then my yum was actually finding time to hang out with like people i don't know <laughs> i feel like i've been spending all my free time sleeping and now i'm like oh my god people i really hate people but i love my people you know my people are so fun <laughs> and so it was just like so much fun to like hang out with like nyamo saying when we went to the random wednesday thing it was genuinely let's go for this one thing and then it was so much fun and then on friday during october you know like thursday hang out with people friday hang out with people saturday hang out with people i'm just like oh my god this is so much fun this is so like i've missed being in that space um so it was great to rest but also be able to see my people because i don't feel like i have time to do that a lot you know it's like you go to work you go to the gym you come home you go to work you go to the gym you come home you go to work and it's like if you're not at work or in the gym i don't see you wow that's great you know so um yeah, yeah that makes sense that was my yuck and yum hi mm. um trigger warning time trigger <laughs> warning are there um, tears are we on brand this uh, we're on brand this week <laughs> we're on brand we're on brand we gave you guys brand. one week to prepare yourselves um yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. back on brand um this week we're talking what are we talking relationships, relationships. yeah exactly it was also one of um, your top que- questions anyway so yeah so when we asked for feedback asked for from it. season one when we asked for feedback from season one the number one thing that we got was how has your upbringing affected your relationships and in this episode mm. we get into it we really get into it um yeah, we do. so thanks for um, joining us we hope bit, you enjoy uh, it yeah it's Go a ahead. bit of a longer episode also because of that um yeah so tea. enjoy box of tissues exactly enjoy all right welcome back um we're really excited about season two as you can already tell um at the end of season one we had a poll on our social media pages where we reached out to you guys and asked you what are some specific topics that you um would like us to cover we have also been getting quite a bit of feedback um even when people listen to all the episodes and the top thing that people have been wondering is how um the way we were raised or the way uh parents set up was how it affected our partner relationships now of course it's a big thing um it would have been difficult to avoid and we were planning to but it's just so exciting to see that everyone's frame of mind was kind of in the same place so that's what we're going to discuss today. So, Let's I think where um we can start is by talking about like dating. So, like when did you start dating? When did you discuss it with your parents? Let me know. Of course, as you already know by now, we grew up in two different homes, so uh the perspectives are likely to be varied. 
um but that's what makes it exciting yeah right so gadani tell us uh-huh. when did you start um, dating so first i saw something on uh, tiktok that said anyone who you dated before 25 is just a childhood friend not an ex so um i didn't start dating <laughs> until I was, since i was until i was 25 but of my childhood friends i don't remember having a conversation of this is a person i'm dating with the parents i don't feel like i don't remember mm. an introduction moment i feel like it was i hung around someone a lot and then one day i was asked is this a boyfriend i was like yeah but i don't know that it was ever like hello mate but isn't that the conversation my boyfriend i don't know it's i don't remember it as a thing where it was like now that i am dating this person i will introduce them to my father hello father mm-hmm. this is my boyfriend you know what i mean you know like how in the movies they make but it feel like but how old were you when you started i feel like my first official boyfriend who i consider an official boyfriend was when i was 19 eh 18 19 when i was in uganda that's where i consider my first boyfriend i had a an exclusive situation before that but he wasn't my boyfriend um like he's not an ex in the sense of what an ex is we never like give each other titles but we were relationshipy <laughs> but see. he wasn't my boyfriend that's fair that's fair yeah so sense. we were exclusively... I remember meeting him in town i didn't like him Oh no, that was my boyfriend. Yeah, no him. I don't know. He was the ghetto. I was under Listen guys, I was in wait, Uganda. Wait, wait. Who are we talking about now? Her her A-levels boyfriend or her situation before? A-levels boyfriend. Me, situation before you boyfriend? knew. Situation before is the person who used to bring me to your school all the time. Um he was my raid everywhere. Um he was But it was giving very much friends vibes, not relationship vibes. Not relationship, frankly. yeah. Okay yeah so we were exclusively and exclusive non exclusively I mean it was a thing for if you invited me anywhere he would be the person I'd come with but we weren't yeah. like dating I feel like I if I didn't even consider him your boyfriend For sure but if I'd stayed in Nairobi I feel like he'd have become my boyfriend Really ah. Yeah yeah oh, 100% So you mean like you are in the lead up to asking like to we were. that So vibe and yeah, then so when to the we point went to Uganda, that it killed it. Kind of. So when we went to Uganda and I met now the person in Uganda, I had to have a conversation for so I met a person but I still like you but like mm. I like them and I'm confused so I don't know if and then he was like it's okay be free I was like Gucci my guy is out I'm out. But then what I didn't know is like on this side those like people being like you broke his heart how could you and I was just like wait But when we had the conversation, you know that thing. So it's we were exclusive, yeah. two seconds away from dating, didn't date. Um, mm. So he's not a boyfriend, right? Mm. Um, so the person I dated first is one in Uganda. I feel like I told father that I have a boyfriend. He never met him. That one was never met by. I also that's never one you met. met. Yeah, he you he's a non-issue. <laughs> he was a non-issue. I oh, took him I feel- to honored <laughs> yeah so you met him once i think there's a couple of people Twice. who met him there's once we went to watch a movie at junction and he met a couple of people but he was off 
anyway, I was young. What he did they know? He was always off. Yeah, he yeah. was off. That is was very so off. wild. Given how close we are, I'm just like, you had a whole boyfriend for how many years? Mm, it was like, he carried me through a level. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he carried me through a level. So, like, two years. <laughs> ideally you know i was only in the levels for like 10 no, it was a year let me say a year because um we didn't start dating i think until we were either the end of form five or mm. the start of form six it was the end of form five so it was basically mm. like a year because after we finished mm. a levels um the relationship also ended it was only brought together by school school <laughs> yeah. mm. So once the once school was out, it just the cracks. It wasn't cracks. It was like the floor opened. You know how in yeah. the Old Testament they say the ground opened up and swallowed people. Basically, it fell apart like that. <laughs> like it was just you know, and you're just like, what was I doing? Yeah. yeah. So then the Mine next, is... yeah. Oh, so the next person is the one I feel like I introduced. Did I? I guess he's the one I introduced. Yeah, but Before you never you introduced there, him as I'm your curious. boyfriend. I didn't. That's why I'm saying I don't feel like I had a moment where I was like, this is my... Okay, with the last one, yes. my The listless one, yes, because he was out of the country. So then when he came to the country to visit, it was like, this is my boyfriend. Actually, it was me who was visiting. Yes. It's not because I was going to visit him in a different country. It's like, I'm going to visit my boyfriend. So it became a conversation. But I feel like that's the only time and the only reason it was a conversation is because I needed to travel. If I didn't need that, I don't think it would have been like a boyfriend situation. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go next because we have the same parent household in this situation. I believe also I had... Um, I think my first relationship was also straight out of high school. Um, 18 thereabouts of course okay so now first you know in primary school there are those stories where people work layer for you this is your boyfriend you guys go together I don't count all of those and then also like in high school when you have you know uh, brother schools or you know funkies there's always like letter writing and you know there's one guy who we had written letters to one another and then he was like a year ahead of me when we finished school or when he finished school he came for my visiting day and i was just like Gosh. <laughs> i remember you having a box of letters that. yeah i don't know where they went actually i feel like i would like to read them back but anyway so um, the guy who oh yeah, the guy brought me a pie from baker's pies Oh, so cute! I remember him standing near the fence. I remember you being called and your confusion. I remember that. I don't know why I remember that. You know where he is today? I cannot even tell you. Does she even know his name? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's why he's not a relationship. But we are where we are. (laughs) I actually had a boyfriend in primary school. Now that you've said that, but do I consider Uh, him anyway? uh It's okay. Tell us. Yeah, I dated him, and then I remember. <laughs> I remember there's a day I was having a conversation with a babe, and I was like, "I think I'm going to break up with him." She was like, "Really?" Then she walked away. Then she came back like an hour and a half later. I'd seen her talk to him, 
she came back an hour and a half later and she's like so um he actually told me that he wants to break up with you i was like girl you nasty little Please. like you actually went to him and said i want to break up with him so that you could bring the story and be like he broke up with me you're such an Please. anyway but i yeah, i, I met the I, thing I about the other day on instagram relationships yeah it was so petty but we're friends on instagram <laughs> so <laughs> the babe or the okay. guy with the guy we're boys oh, wow yeah yeah Boys so, so I guess cool. officially that was my first ex, I guess. But I mean, in primary school, can I even declare I had a boyfriend that had been thrown out? So yeah, <laughs> there's no introduction. Yeah, you've by both parents. <laughs> For sure. So after high school, it was like my first relationship. Um, I don't remember talking about it to Baba. But then I also had a big group of guy friends. And you know, it's you also did. that time where yeah. you're out of high school and then we kind of used to hang out a lot at one another's houses. So I don't think it really brought, brought so much attention um, to this one guy, except maybe one time. Anyway, you know, the thing about parents too is I'm sure they can see. So I want to say maybe like after we had been dating like maybe two months ish is when um baba saw and i don't remember us having a conversation about it but he was just like i guess this is happening but because i also kept like these other four close friends who are also guys always kind of around i don't think he mm-hmm. really was so concerned um that was the time we we're trying to get a business off the ground <laughs> Wow, hey. we had such vision, honestly. That was so great, actually. Yeah. Um, so good. But yeah, so that's kind of my first relationship. But then when I started dating the was band, um, mm-hmm. what I was uncertain. I, I just, I think it was more serious. Like he had that very serious energy. You know, like from yeah. even dating, it was very much me i'm in it for the long haul you know like yeah type of vibes um and then also because our families kind of knew each other or knew of each other like the the circle was kind of close i was just like oh i don't know i don't know about this and at that time i think we were in a good space so i actually talked to vava about it and i was just like eh um this guy is kind of pursuing me but i'm not really sure if i want to date i'm not sure yeah. if i'm in that space um and to be honest when i was having that conversation with him i really i was expecting that he will discourage me because that's really what mm. you expect a yeah. father of a girl to say um but he said to me um you are of age um and i think you are wise enough to make good decisions but at the same time the only way you get to know a person is by dating them so mm. he was like go on dates with him go and meet his friends see him with his friends go and meet his family see him with his family because that's really what tells you how a person is outside yeah. of the conversations that you're having with them and Quite frankly, I think it was like very sound advice. I had never thought about it from that perspective. And I still say to this day, dating is important and especially group dating. 
like just trying to figure out how this person you know a person can be one person to you alone but then if you see how they speak to their sisters you know it's harder to kind of mask um your true personality with people who know you um yeah but yeah so i remember that conversation i remember being shocked that he was not discouraging me um and i remember being like i guess i'm the only one standing in my own way now um that's so interesting about group dating i've been given the go ahead i've never thought about it you've never thought about what group dating i'm like i've never thought about like if i see you with your family it's harder for you to like cover up what it is you know or if you hang out with your boys who've known you forever Mm. it's harder for you to like put on the face that you would nini yeah and maybe the first day people put on faces or you know you're doing activities so you're not really seeing but by like the third or fourth time you're hanging out with the family you're suddenly like hey kumbe you talk like that to your cousin or you know mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that yeah but that's that's the one time i remember having a discussion with him because it also stood out for me like in times in terms of like a mind shift yeah yeah i don't remember though having any kind of conversation with mom at all about the dating yeah not about dating it just was all. yeah she just i mean all the conversations would come when i'm already in relationship and now it's like you know you're being dropped or someone is speaking yeah. you and then now it's like oh then now she'll have we'll have like a coffee and break it down or whatever who but, is your friend <laughs> mom is a friend <laughs> babe <laughs> for people who are listening um african parents don't say boyfriend or girlfriend they yeah. say friend <laughs> yeah so How is your friend anyway. yeah she caught you um when did you start dating my experience was a little different because um all those primary friends and all that stuff yeah dated them we still are friends today it was nothing ever serious never like official boyfriend i think my mm. first official boyfriend was in high school um when i was in ninth grade i dated this guy and i honestly think i broke his heart um because he did one thing <gasps> that i sure <laughs> no he just are you a like, character I've developer been, i've <laughs> always been such a I think a hundred steps ahead. Um, True. That's where my mind goes. So I don't like my time being wasted and I don't like wasting people's time. And mm. as soon as we started dating in ninth grade, I was like, okay, this has been all well and cool. Like we were talking and everything and we had such good fun together. Like he was just, su- he was a very wild kid, but like he treated me well and he was wild like he smoked weed he would drink mm. he was just bad like boy. he would go out bad boy type you know what i mean um but treated me well and there was nothing wrong about the relationship i just didn't see it going anywhere so i stopped mm. it before it wasted any more of our time you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i know he really really liked me and then 10th grade comes around and i start talking to mr christian boccaccio and we talk in 10th grade we start dating and i'm like damn this feels different than the first time around mm-hmm. and i was what 15 and i was like this guy this potential this potential hey. honestly so 
what ended up happening is I was like, you know, he's American and Americans don't know how to hide shit. They're just so open about everything with their parents and everything. Mm. And his parents were like, they had a role in the school. So I knew if we were going to date, it's going to come out and people will know that we're together and god forbid we go to church and then our parents are talking and then all of a sudden mm. like they're being told the that the this bag. is what your daughter exactly this is what Dang. your daughter is up to um but what ended up happening is i was like okay now i have to tell mom and and um stepdad um what's going on because hey <laughs> you saw how i cut myself we saw we saw cut yourself <laughs> We're so proud um, of you. I have to tell them I have to tell them what's going on before they start um before they suspect, you know? So I was mm. like, guy, I have to do it in a public place because I don't want mom to lose her shit. And then mm. all of a sudden I'm being yelled at or being told I'm too young to date or whatever it is. Like I was just going to be like, let me just do it in a public place, like at mm. a restaurant or something, so that if they decide to turn up, they won't turn up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's <laughs> yeah. a public place. Yeah. yeah. Parents so love respectability so more than... Exactly. Wahala. Exactly. And I was so worried about it because I was just like... I was like, what are they going to do? Like, I was nervous. I was shaking. And then at lunch, after after church on Sunday, I was just kind of like, so there's this boy and... um we started dating and he's now my boyfriend and i just thought i would let you guys know and um the conversation just kind of went like okay who is he um just make sure you have your boundaries and make sure i don't know why it, re- it always went to a conversation of like physical intimacy or whatever because it you is. don't want to catch a pregnancy surely i know always. it's like everything always jumps there and it's like just make sure you have your boundaries and don't be touched and don't be um don't do things that make you uncomfortable remember you are christian do not be pressured and, and all this stuff and after that that was it um we were allowed to hang out obviously supervised so he would come to the house and we would hang out there and i would go to his house when his parents are there and would hang out too and then um our first date was actually our first year anniversary and it was a surprise for me so mom told me ati um get yourself together i have to go give someone i'm going to meet someone at junction she she was telling i don't know what story she gave me she told me i have to go meet someone at junction come with me and um I'm, because that day no one was cooking so she was like come with me you can just sit at um another table while we talk and eat or whatever it is and that was a common occurrence honestly um so mm. i was like whatever so I just put on like a random t-shirt and a pair of shorts. And then she looked at me and she was like, you're just going to go like that. And I was like, see, you're just going to meet your friend. Like, why do I need to <laughs> look nicer? And anyway, I ended up just putting on like a sweater and kept my shorts. So I wasn't like dressed for a date or whatever. And then we walk into Art yeah. Affair Junction and there he is. He had like a whole suit on or like a button down shirt with a jacket yeah, and that pants. Babe. And I was over here looking so ghetto like i was looking like literally i just put on some random sweater and some whatever's and i think i was even wearing a hat because i was just like this is just how life is right now that's crazy Um, and so um mom and his parents um 
had dinner at Mediterraneo so we could have our privacy at at cafe. And Aww. he was so sweet. He had saved for this date. He even um made sure we had starters and um we had our entrees and then he was like do you want dessert i was like no i'm so full he's like i i know you like cheesecake just get dessert like you know he had he, like i was oh, forced yeah. to get dessert That's he was so just like cute. let's just get dessert we can just get one and share it and everything so it was a really cute date and fast forward to today we're now married but um yeah that's with kind two of children. how i started dating with two children yeah. cornelius and corona exactly yeah that's so cool mm. also i didn't know that first date story so cute yeah yeah no, it was so, so cute. damn cute he really went out of his way to put it together and you know at cafe is not cheap for a high school student yeah <laughs> you're right you're right girl i don't know how many months he had to save his allowance <laughs> Like allowance, he was like, "Let me yeah. polish shoes." Actually, what? No, maybe not. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, we wash dishes. Wash cars. <laughs> wash cars. We used to wash Something. the car. Yeah, wash yeah. the car is what got you money. Yeah. Okay. So now this is my follow-up question. So now you've been dating or you're seeing someone. When do you introduce the family dynamic to them? Yeah, and and also maybe you can tell me what was their reaction. And I guess for sh- it depends. Like Gavin, you're saying some are situationships. So is it also that you're not telling them the family dynamic, or are they finding out as they go? Yeah, just let us know what's what's the vibe. When do you introduce family dynamic to the people you're dating? Again, I don't know that I've ever done an introduction to it. I feel like it's just one of those things for. I am going to my mother's house. I am in my father's house. You know what I mean? And it's... I oh, think so you because never have become, conversations about it? I think because it had become so normal to me. Because it had become so normal to me um, how, like, we would do things. Um, I would never actually, like, feel like... I need to introduce it because I think I was used to what our dynamic was. So I didn't think of it as I need to walk someone through it. If someone was like, why aren't they, you know, like it would be like, okay, so you live so with your dad. So they ask yes. questions then in that situation. If they did, it would be basic. I feel like it was more like, okay, you live with your dad. Where's your mom? They're divorced. She lives somewhere else. Okay. And it's just like, but my small sister lives with my mom okay it just becomes one of those things where it's just like in this space this is normal and weirdly all of the people i dated were people of like their parents are together you know what i mean there's no like their parents have been married for seventy five thousand years everyone i have even my situationships all of them had their parents together so i don't know if That's it's so that they felt weird also asking me, questions about it yeah yeah Right, they, they were all, all had together. their parents. Everyone is, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know that I ever was like, okay, so let me explain to you. So there's, you know, like what we did in episode one, two, whatever. I don't think I ever did that in a relationship. Yeah, because I'm just like, when you're meeting me, I'm in one space, um, and then the other space exists. And so if you have a question, it'll come up. But I also feel like if you hang around us, it's not that weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it becomes normal for... Like, I bet you if you ask our friends... I don't think we ever had conversations with them either. It's just like, we're going to house B. We are in house A. 
this person is in house no, me i've had conversations with my friends maybe not later in life but there are questions i think and that's why i'm like we're so different it's so wild but anyway yeah please continue yeah so i don't know that i ever actually had conversations like okay so this is what happened you know it's just like when it comes up if it does then i'd answer the question but i never actually did like an introductory moment i never was like okay so, so maybe welcome. i should have phrased the question differently because basically what i'm asking about is the conversation how does it come up it's not that you're introducing it it's just that it's different or maybe for you it isn't different with someone you're seeing you know yeah i think that's it wasn't different but i think because it was normal for me maybe it's my approach of it where it's just like we're going to my mother's house it's like oh your parents aren't together i'm like no it's just like oh okay and then we get there and it's just like this is my stepfather okay cool but then in this house there's a stepmother okay cool you know where it's just like okay for you if it's normal i feel like sometimes what happens or my experience has been if my flow is it's normal if you have a question ask it it almost becomes the norm for you also because i didn't make a big deal out of it when i was introducing you so you just flowed with it but if a question comes up so like if we're having christmas it will be that's when you're it's like how do you guys do christmas and it's just like okay this is what we're doing this year you know what i mean so it was never it's never a thing where it was like okay this is how it's never a big deal the dinner. yeah it was never a big deal i've never made it a big deal ever so like even with the last relationship my very last one it was just like okay when you come you have to meet my father you have to meet my mother you know what you have to meet them and it's just like they're divorced and remarried summary if you have questions as we go along i will answer them you know what i mean but nothing mm. yeah wow how about you nyam that is quite interesting um so and maybe again maybe it's like a personality difference um maybe a fastborn type thing i always felt like i wanted to get ahead of the situation rather than have questions asked randomly because that used to give me anxiety i don't want it to just come up as we are going um so when i felt like maybe something is a bit more serious and i think it would come up organically anyway when it starts being like like you're dropping me home and you know i live with my dad so that part it's just like flow and then i'm like yeah i have a little sister she doesn't live with us so on time in terms of that general um dynamic uh i think it would be easier to flow or understand from the very beginning that our parents are divorced um we don't live with our younger sister and of course because we would still make an effort to hang out with Shiko most of the people i dated early on would know you and would know like when we're dropping you home or staying home or whatever i think and of course that um, was also helped because you started dating after you were 18 exactly so for me yeah. it was always all the time i dated you were involved and so because you were there generally they would know 
that we don't live together. Um, I do feel like I would also bring up Nyawira in a lot of my conversations because mm-hmm. the next thing would be, why doesn't Chico live with you? Why the split of the children? So it would always come up that oh. Gadoni and I are biological children of one mom and Shiko is our stepmom's daughter but we share a father so for me i always felt so and even it comes up with like the scar on your face what's that about yeah so i always mm-hmm. would at some point of seriousness i would feel like i have to just lay down this is how things are and now the in the very beginning who are listening, the scar on your face is Okay, sorry, yes, because we were in the car accident, sorry, we were in a car accident, you can reference um, season one, uh, where our mom passed away. I have a scar on my forehead and Gadoni has a scar across her cheek from that Mm -hmm. accident. Um, It's not very pronounced. So I've known people even for months before they ask me what's up with my forehead, like they haven't been seeing it the whole time. So, mm-hmm. but I always felt, you know, when you're, when you're out there kissing guys, he's seeing your forehead, you know, like it's a yeah. conversation to be had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gavani, I can see you trying to be like, is he kissing your forehead? Yes. Innocently. <laughs> I said nothing. Actually, my question expect. wasn't. My question was that. My question was going to be when you discuss the scar on your head, do you normally say what it is that happened? Like you're like and yes. our mom passed away. In a relationship, yes. For a regular person on the street, it's not something that would come up. But if I'm dating oh, okay. you, I feel like that's important for you to understand me even. Um yeah. to know. But you'd bring it up before and they ask? Yes. I mean, oh, if they okay. ask about yeah, my scar, different. or even, I think it's the basic, how do I say? I felt like it was obvious that I don't live with one sister. Why is that the case? So mm. for me to avoid that conversation coming up, I would just say, by the way, my family dynamic is in the same way. After a while, you can be like, I have three sisters or I have two sisters. I have blah, 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 like that, like that. But when I felt like it was serious enough, then I would say this is kind of our dynamic. Now, in those early days, like I was saying, the folks were still kind of copacetic. Um, so it didn't feel like as big a deal. But then also while I was in the dating stages with the husband is when the remarriages happened. Um, so it was also a space to navigate that conversation and as well now by that time it's kind of getting serious enough you know i'm kind of close with his family we're involved with one another so for me the anxiety is navigating that space to to tell people as well this is the shift that is happening but while also not having the language or not having prior knowledge you know like there are so many layers um Mm -hmm. but all the same i felt the thing I always felt in terms of their reaction was compassion. Yeah. It was never like, oh, damn. Wow. That is so dramatic. And of course, yeah. they also, I think because they understood the shock. Because, you know, when you're dating someone and they know you didn't know, they're going through those motions with you as well. Um, mm-hmm. So in 
in that sense, there was a lot of compassion and understanding. Um, yeah, so the reaction in the beginning is not crazy, but because especially in this situation, I was dating at the time of the remarriage and then now navigating. So we call our step parents by their first name. I think that's also like mm -hmm. a weird dynamic for people to get into. So yeah. that's always where I find it's easier to have a conversation for understanding. Um, yeah. That's anyway, fair. Shiko? For me, um, the conversation, I don't necessarily remember a situation where we sat down and I was like, hey, this is the situation. My parents are divorced, blah, blah, blah. I think because we went to school together, he kind of already knew that mm. um, my parents were divorced and I live with my stepdad because I always referred to my stepdad by the first name. And it was mm -hmm. not, it was like by the time I reached high school, it was not an embarrassing thing that my parents are divorced and remarried. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just part yeah. of my story. I feel like navigating through primary school um, was more awkward because those things were not as prevalent. Mm. Um, it's not it wasn't as common for divorce and like remarriage or whatever by the time i reached high school all parents were going through this thing you know what i mean <laughs> what it felt like it felt like and i was like been here done that for so many years you know what i mean and yeah. um so i don't necessarily think there was a conversation it was just a given and it was known um and at this point, I also didn't necessarily have a good relationship with um, Vava because mm. of everything that was going on with you and Yam, mm. with your marriage and your family dynamics and figuring out the whole, like you said, like the transition between getting married and also your parents Not getting my married. Not my marriage, his and all marriage. That stuff. His marriage, yes, yeah. exactly. His marriage. So I already was like kind of removed from that side of the family so it wasn't mm. a big deal it was just like okay she go lives with her mom who is remarried to her stepdad she has a father that is still alive but he's not necessarily very active in her life oh well i feel like where the real maneuvering happens mm. is with different situations after the fact on how to handle both sides if that makes sense like how we learned how to that's that's but that's the next that's the next part that's the next part anyway yeah. we're here now let's talk about it the family yeah, dynamic us. and how it affected the relationships so mm. from my side there's certain ways like we have very strict boundaries i think we do with our parents which we have to you know just based on our dynamics exactly there's certain things that I don't discuss with certain parents. There's certain things that I don't discuss with my parents at all. That some people would be a very common thing. Like, why would you not discuss this with your mom? Why would you not discuss this with your dad? Well, because it gets messy and I'm not trying to deal with it. Unfortunately, the, the situation that we're in right now is we have parents who got divorced years ago, but to this day still don't get along. So it's very tricky on how we handle certain aspects of life so there would be certain things that maybe christian would tell or even this happened to me in college too certain things that maybe he would feel comfortable discussing with um his parents that he would discuss with 
uh, mom or something like that. And I'd be like, Christian, just so you know, this is not a topic that we discuss with her because this ends up happening and it's like a spiral. You know what I mean? And in the beginning of the relationship, I think we had to, we had fights. We we had fights trying to figure out our boundaries now that we're married and him trying to figure out, okay, so what is acceptable to say, what is not. And I think those are just general growing pains in a relationship, trying to figure out family dynamics and all that stuff. Um, but I think fights made for a positive relationship because you fight it out. You're like, okay, now you understand why I don't open this box with this person. Now you understand why I don't bring this up with this other person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Makes sense. Gadani, how have you felt like it affected your relationships, the family dynamic, if at all? So for me, the thing it did is, it's not the introduction, it wasn't, it was more my reaction to one, my relationships. And then like, so for example, I got engaged and then I was excited for five seconds because the thought of having to think through like, the dynamic to make um, a wedding happen exhausted me so much the joy of the engagement instantaneously disappeared you know what I mean so I feel like the the way it affects me is not really in necessarily my interaction with a person because I feel like again my approach is so this is what my normal is so by the time you're coming in this is just what normal is we're not fighting about certain things you fall in line with my boundaries and I think the difference between me and what like Shiko is talking about is and what you were talking about is a lot of times you've experienced the changes when you were with the person I haven't experienced changes with the person it's a person who comes into a space and I'm like this is what our like I've said already what the base is this is how we do this this is how we this is who we talk to for this this is how this is done and this is just how it goes right so because I've had that advantage quote-unquote they basically would interact and react based on my lead in certain spaces they would get their own relationships with people and everything and that's okay I'm like in this space I mean do what you want form your own relationships but when it's associating with us this is how we do it you know what I mean but I had already set that up but I feel my reaction to it is more um lack of excitement in things that should excite you um also i feel like and this is now based on therapy and things like that that i've done now i realized that in my head relationships were never meant to last and that sounds crazy oh, but i approach relationships damn, with... damn wait 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 please whoosh that one needs a moment <laughs> that made me so sad yeah, but, but it's you know what? Genuinely, I can identify. Yeah, for me, I know really. I, I don't say I know, but I do that relationships don't last. And then the thing about something like that, if you have such an innate belief, if you think about a family, it's almost like everything proves it. You know what I mean? So over and over again, it's just like, yeah, you're right. They don't last. Even when they should. And you're just like, this time, yes. And I'm just like, oh, shit, no. 
yeah it didn't see it fell apart so i also feel like or what i'm working through in therapy right now is more um believing that they can last or trying to break that thing because what i realized is in my relationships i would enter them with almost like a barrier that i'd put up because since i know it'll end i need to protect myself to a certain element like to a certain point was like yes i'm in love and yes i'm living this whole wonderful moment but what re- i realized is after when things fall apart because i've been trying to hold or protect myself from like the hurt that i know is coming eventually i don't get to enjoy the great moments as effectively or as greatly as i can because in my pulling back on like protecting myself for the bad things i'm also pulling away for the good things right so i'll remember so like when my ex passed away it's that it was almost like the even the depth of the sadness is different because it's almost like in, it's it's increased because there's also just like it could have been so much more you know what i mean but because i held back for so much to protect myself like then now you're grappling with the was it worth it to protect myself in those spaces because it could have been like so much more excitement you know what i mean so that's how i feel like it has affected me because i don't feel like it's not what's our dynamic it's but do relationships last like i'm still waiting for the evidence and i'm not saying like because you've been married a long time shiko you know what i mean and i'm not like your marriage will end <laughs> don't think about me and how you feel though no i'm just saying no i'm saying this because you know people will come and be like but your sister is married she's been married for a long time why would you you know what i mean so that's why i say even at the big like i said but it a couple Nyam of episodes ago but you were married for longer than i was were you not true but you mm. see now the yeah. thing is what happened is in her case the evidence proved what my problem it ended you understand what i mean like my evidence of mm. it doesn't last was proven mm. in that situation you know what i mean it's not it's not only for our parents it's in every situation it feels like it ends up falling apart so i hold on to hope but i feel like even in my relationships how i approach them i don't have enough hope that it actually will last even though i was in a really long like six and a half years is a long damn time right and i was ready to do the long haul but what i've realized now after is that the effect ideally what the question is is that i don't believe in forever can I, in love can i ask you a, a very serious question mm-hmm. do you think knowing what you knew now you would have handled that relationship differently i think it would have yeah i actually would have if i could feel more i would have because in as much as the hurt might have been would have been a lot greater more. yeah yeah it would have been excessive but the realization that i have come to right now is as you protect yourself from the bad things what you're doing is limiting yourself in the good things so you can't fully experience the good things like at the elevated you know like you know that 
when someone's like i jumped off a cliff and i felt like it's free falling but it's like i'm not going to die it's just like excitement and just like ah exhilaration mm. you can't experience exhilaration in the good times because you're so busy protecting yourself from the bad things in the bad times but mm. you actually cap the good things also so because i want to feel the good things as well i'm actually at a point where i'm like please just give me the good things at that like peak even though i know the heart will be like the like for at its peak you know too. that it will be at its depth like it will be the greatest gravest most dramatic heart but mm. i feel like because if you think about it most of the time in any relationship the good outweighs the bad so i'd rather be exhilarated a lot of times and live in that space for the dips of sadness or anger whatever it is that i would feel or even the heartbreak at the end because the joy that i'll have felt will still carry it it'll make it worth it because any yeah. relationship the good outweighs the bad always you know but i'm so busy protecting myself from the little bad that i don't enjoy the good so yes wow. to answer the question i a hundred percent would if i went back i would come with the therapy i have been working on now and mm. like over insert myself into those spaces because the good times oh they'd have been so great you know mm. yeah and also i, I think what you cause was asking is that maybe even the bad times would have been handled differently knowing what you True, know but now. they would have had a lot worse more yeah they more. would have it would yeah. oh i would be broken 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 but you see like even mm. what it is is like the second time it happened because like i'd been cheated on before right so because of that i feel like the first time it happened I was also caught off guard so even my barriers were not as high as I thought they would be and that mm. made me a whole lot more protective of myself so when mm. it happened the second time around excuse me in a different relationship I was like you no one it's that thing of no one can make me feel like that again you know mm. and it's wonderful because it protects you but my realization in life is it's not it steals a lot more from you protecting yourself mm. because bad times are not always there i just want to get out of the space of it expecting horrible Why? you know i feel like but yeah. but even like as someone in a marriage kadoni let me tell you our family dynamic has definitely given me those like barriers too because mm. even in good times i'll be like when is it going to end there's something coming yeah. You know, know that's about so sad, to drop. Right? That something's about and it's very sad because it prevents you from really experiencing that joy to the fullest potential like you yeah. said. And mm. it's true like even in my relationship now like I mean granted we've come a long way because also like you therapy we're trying to work things out yeah. or whatever but like just allowing myself to feel the extent of the situation mm. that I'm in without thinking about how greatly it'll hurt when it ends yeah 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 it's, hey, it sucks yeah. yeah so i think the family dynamic let's see so i think in terms of how it affected my relationships now there's a lot of things i think you only learn in hindsight 
um, knowing what I know about the relationship I had with my husband, I think before we got engaged, there were a number of things that I ignored that I should have paid more attention to. Um, but I feel like I was on this path or determination to, I mean, okay, so first I think maybe to set the the context is I've always known that I wanted to be married and I've always known that I wanted to have children. I feel like even before I figured out what I want to do with my life in terms of career, I always knew that I wanted to be a mom. I always knew I wanted to be a wife. Um, so I feel like I had like a checklist, you know, so I went to school, I finished my degree and in that checklist, the next thing was get married. And I always wanted to get married young, have my children young, be like the cool mom who plays football with her boys because uh, she's so hip and fit. Uh, so I feel like because of knowing what the dynamic was like at home, I feel like it accelerated that need to have my own family because I thought it would be fixed. It would be... it. I would I would be starting something whole. Whew. Sure. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So in light of that, I feel like that desire to have something whole um made me overlook some things. That notwithstanding. And I always say it it wasn't that I didn't love him. I mean, I got married because I loved this person and then I think the other way it affected me is now when I got married I was so hyper determined not to end up like my parents and I think I may have said this in a different episode uh, and so I worked so hard at being the best wife like if there was anything within my control um I did it to the best of my ability to make sure that, you know, and of course this is still with like relationships up and down, you know, like trying to figure out how we fight, conflict, all these things. Um, learning those things as we go, like how I had learned that shouting is the way you fight. And then in this relationship, because his parents had never raised their voices, he just would shut down when I raised my voice. And so I realized for us to communicate in this relationship, I need to learn how to be at, like I talk. And when I discovered that is when I was like, actually, this thing doesn't have to appear in this way. Um, but like I said, even when things had been happening that really shouldn't happen in a marriage, I think I stuck it out on the one hand, because I felt that it was what faith-wise God had called me to do, but a large part of it was driven by not wanting to be the statistic or like my parents. Because by this time, I also had a lot of disillusionment in terms of growing up and no longer seeing them with the rosy glasses um, as I did. And as you also know, my wedding was quite dramatic um actually understatement of the year <laughs> yes. i feel like your um, i feel like your wedding is the reason 
Kadhani was not excited for her engagement. Yeah. My my 100%, wedding, I think, hundred percent. Like maybe there had been a a rift forming with the remarriages, but yeah, me getting engaged and getting married is, I think, what broke. It broke the everything in our family yeah. dynamic, um, and I remember being so sad on my wedding day. Oh God! We were. <laughs> oh, I don't think I can do this. Literally, yeah. Anyway, the heartbreak was wild, and I remember being like, "Shouldn't this be the happiest day of my life?" But all I could see was all this. Wow, ego, pride, just like, and. I can tell you the truth because I knew I was moving to Kampala. I was like, thank God I will have nothing to do with this mess anymore. I'm starting my family. My family will be whole. We will be okay. And so I was actually glad to be leaving Kenya. I was just like, actually, fuck you. Hey, I've even Frenched this episode. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> um but yeah the wedding dynamic and maybe we can cover this when we discuss um marriage um but that situation broke me um and so i feel like because of it i was hey determination let me tell you determination is what drove me i i rode into my marriage on the horse of determination now whether that's a good thing or a bad thing is a whole other thing but let me tell you hey i was ready to be disowned and i was happy to do so i was just like no 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 you know when Uh, anyway we'll discuss it at another time so that's i think it affected that wedding affected how I viewed my parents, it affected how I would set boundaries in the future. Yeah, because I thought we were okay. But let me tell you now, it's like you suddenly see, okay, I'm not discussing this parent with this parent because regardless of what comes up, even if it is an innocent, we went to this place with this person, it always ends up being deteriorating. Yeah, so that's part of the boundaries that Chico was talking about. To just be like, mm-hmm. actually, for my own peace, for my own uh, lack of anxiety, to be able to function in life, I must realize mm-hmm. how to manage how I talk to my parents, what I discuss with them. And if I'm honest, when things, because you know, shit was hitting the fan when I was there alone by myself for so long before I brought it to you even as my sisters or even as my family because i was like these are not the people i want to bring this thing to they are not for me whoa whoa Mm -mm 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 -mm. jesus i was okay you know when you go so deep and you're like yeah i'm just like even as i'm quiet now i'm just seeing flashbacks to like when you're saying words i'm just like jesus what is our life first 
part of it wow. was just being like, will my parents support me? Or will it also become a fight of, if this parent believes that's true, I don't know if I can support that. You know, just like, damn. Anyway. I think that's the other thing is, also is the overthinking you put in relationships just based on over what it is that's happened. Like you overthink everything sometimes you're just like when someone tells you but this is this and you're like you're right but my brain did a zigzag i had to be like okay if i do this this is what happens but if i do that and then what if this happens and like before you make one decision you have to have figured out everyone's perspective how it's going to happen how does it affect this where does this okay so because this will happen i need to have this conversation this person so this and you're just like okay it's okay you know what cancel the whole thing it's fine like through the, the whole flip side it's sorry go ahead Chico. go ahead i was going to say it it also affected i think how the people i've partnered with viewed me if i'm honest mm-hmm. um and maybe this is where i say i think maybe we should have christian as a guest to speak Next week. from the perspective yeah. of a person who has come into this family dynamic um and his yeah. view from the outside so on the one hand with the husband i felt like while he was very compassionate very loving always saw my side of things because he saw what what it was yeah. doing to me he saw that yeah. he, was, he definitely you know, you supported person, you he definitely yeah. supported you when it came to the parents dynamic always yeah we were always in one accord whatever he was like you take the lead i got you because i see i see what this thing is yeah mm-hmm. um but on the flip side now it was understanding and knowing that the parents don't discuss things with one another so at the end it became a situation of this is her position but she's being told this from this mm. other side of the family because then now it became to mm. his advantage to play our family dynamics as against, a whatever for course, every other thing yeah yep. because you can also be where let me tell you i have whoa, whoa, whoa i have please tell us jesus <laughs> and i thank god also that vava had the wisdom to be like but is that the reason is she the one making you behave in this way yeah is nyambura's stepmother the reason you would act in this way that is the question yeah. because why why are you playing this dynamic to mm. get brownie points yeah when you know hey whoa anyway he he, t- he showed you a new side baba gave you a new perspective to ricks yeah you use, you, i mean as much as i feel like at the end of the day as much as our family dynamic has affected us and affected us in relationships too i feel like it's very messed up to use that against someone especially when you've been through because that person had seen a lot i'm yeah. like you can't well, see that to be honest and it's, then anyway i you cannot speak for people's point of yeah, view right, and sometimes i right. you know when you are talking about all the people you've been with have been with parents who have lived together and are together to date or sometimes yeah. i wonder and maybe maybe there's just a lack of understanding of that dynamic that they will just never get and that's also okay i think 
um because now also you know on the flip side in terms of my most recent relationship almost banned it it was it was yeah almost <laughs> banned <laughs> it was also a situation Get out where of here. <laughs> <laughs> my my boundaries were also not understood yeah. yeah and sometimes when you hear like the conversations that are happening in the streets it becomes clear that there is there will just never be an understanding of why some dynamics have to be the way they are and you see in this situation it's not something we can change our parents are who they are made the decisions that they made we are a family the way we are yeah it's mm-hmm. not like i can go back and have a nuclear family that is usually drawn in school yeah yeah oh gosh um wow yeah that's 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 how i feel like it has affected um my relationships both in terms of how i approached them and also how my partners or my people approached them um it's just unfortunate. I don't I don't hold it against anyone. I just think sometimes there's a lack of understanding and I also really resonate with Gavani in the sense of protecting myself. Now, if you can imagine yeah. how protective I was of myself based on just our parent dynamic by mm-hmm. my by my going through a divorce of my own, I was even more so like the walls were higher up this time around it took so much work for me to build down open up myself and or rather tear down you know open up Mm -hmm. myself be like okay it's okay but it was also fighting every day against this thing in my head that was like it's not a must you Mm -hmm. can work for a relationship and still it will end up rubbish you can be in a marriage for over seven years and nonsense you know um so it was active working to be like you're in this nyam you have to be in this and i have good friends who would be like calling me out and be like that's not this guy's thing that's your thing yeah yeah work that thing out nyam because this is this is your triggers or this is your background and i'm so grateful to have like that kind of community who could call me out and be like uh apo you are you are you have gone to harm you're wrong yeah yeah but in the in the end i'm like it's also a place of pride for me like a pat on the back because for me that gives me hope because it tells me that against all odds i can still fight to love a person wholly uh, with even with that protection and you know it's i think of it like a, a wound you know with a scab that has built over years over years mm. like you keep peeling back and it's painful and it's painful and it's painful but you get to the fresh skin eventually and it will mm-hmm. still always show because you're a little lighter in that patch yeah Ooh. but at the end of yes, the day analogy. it is you are also whole you know wow yes yeah Girl, yes please. that is why hey Wow, but can I let me I ask think, you guys, yes. please? Kaki Nyam, you've preached today. Mm. She has said the gospel. She <laughs> has. She heard a word. I heard a word. 
Um, do you think it has affected your friendships? Like, not necessarily, like, intimate relationships. But do you think this whole family dynamic thing has affected maybe some fights you've had with friends or anything like that? Shall I begin? Go. Go ahead. That's so interesting. Um, if I'm honest... I don't know that it has affected my friendships uh, very deeply, but I also just realized that there are some people, I've had this conversation with at least one friend. When I tell her some of the things I'm going through or how I'm feeling about something my parents said or something they did, um, and I know she means well, so she's always encouraging and, and that kind of thing. But because she doesn't understand it, her frame of mind is always that I'm the one who is overthinking or I'm wrong or I'm putting this stuff on them. Um, yeah. And so until at some point I just figured, actually, maybe I don't need to tell her when I'm having this. This specific stressor is not for us to discuss, but I don't take it personally because I also realize that her dynamic with her parents is that these things cannot be fathomable yeah. to her. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No, yeah. It's weird how our lives are unfathomable to people. But then so relatable to... Like, this podcast has made me realize so relatable to so many people. Also. Wild. So crazy. Has it affected your friendships, you guys? Yeah. For me, yes. Um, Realizing that growing up in Kenya, like, I feel like children have certain boundaries with their parents you know what i mean but like in america when now i made all my college friends like most of them don't really have those boundaries with their parents you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like very open and everything with their parents um so for me there was one time in college i remember someone feeling no someone my mom had come to visit what was she yeah she had just come to visit you know how mom would always just come to visit um and i was doing something with christian or whatever it is and when i got back she had been spending time with one of my friends which was fine i knew they were going to be hanging out because i needed to go do this one thing with christian and all of a sudden um i guess she told mom something that um maybe i hadn't discussed with her or something like that and it ended up being such a blowout fight with me and my friend Mm. because i was like why would you cross those boundaries why would you talk to my mom about such and such a thing because now she wants to be in the mix or something like that and oh no 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 no. i know what it was Uh, (laughs) um Tell it like it is. So what had happened was she ended up telling mom about a fight that me and Christian had had or like a disagreement or like a discussion or something like that. And that pissed me off so much because then now mom started asking me questions about me and Christian and our relationship. And I know I have that boundary with her of we don't talk about certain things. Or at least I was hoping we had that boundary. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had such a blowout fight with her because she was just telling me like, honestly, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. Like I was just talking to her, you know, but at the same time, like I hadn't expressed that boundary with my friend. So how would I have expected her to, I sh- her intention was not to be messy. You know what I need? Like she was real in genuinely like looking back on it. Cause we're still friends to today. Like we're still friends. So her intention was not to be messy. It's just something that she would talk about with maybe her parents. You know what I mean? So that's the way that I've had to set certain boundaries with my friends about certain conversations that are okay to have because there's a history with parents because I don't want to accidentally end up in that situation again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Gadesh? Um, I think it's the same way as um, Shiko was mentioning. Like, I feel like because my friends, I feel like I'm blessed also to have very good friends who have once they came into the situation, understood how it is that it's working or what's happening or whatever it is. So I feel like a lot of the people in my life have taken my lead on how we approach what it is we're doing, um, how we're talking about certain things. And because, again, very lucky child that I am, a lot of my friends have been there for so long that to this point now, we basically know. know these conversations are not done here. These ones are done here. When we are here, this is what we do. When we are here, this is how we do it. Yeah. When we are here, this is how we do it. When it's both of them, this is how we go. This is where, like we basically Actually, have a script. A lot of you those know? friends, they know we. They've been through but it all. It's because exactly. they've seen. But because they've, they've the lived real. the life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've lived the life with yeah. us. So it's that thing for when we were, and, and we mentioned it like in season one, so it was the friends who had the cars who would drive me to Chico's school. But then they knew when we get to the house, we're not mentioning that we were at Chico's school. It was like we were just mm-hmm. hanging yeah. out. And yeah. um, we all, whatever I said, they would flow with. So if it was like we were just hanging out at this person's place, it would be like, wow, yeah, that's so cool. How are your parents? Mm. They're fine. Then it's like, mm. okay, no. <laughs> exactly. You know, that kind of thing where we Avoid just had. Dead that you came Exactly. To, yeah. So we yeah. basically just flowed around it. Um, if it was... As we got older, just being like, okay, we were here, but we're not going to say. So it's like, oh, yeah, we were all together on Saturday, but completely avoid where the where is. You know what I mean? It's just that we were together on Saturday. Forget that it was this thing at this place with these Mm -hmm. people. And now when social media happened, it's just like, oh, there are pictures. But now also I'm too old to care. You know what I mean? I think it has also reached a place where my adjustment has become, I don't care. Like, because honestly, mm. it's one of those things where I didn't put myself into this situation, right? I mean, I found myself, it has been created for me. You can't expect to direct my reaction to things, like how I decide to react. Just how that we you feel about aunties. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like now how I react to things based on how you've put it into the space. If you're hearing crunching, Oscar is eating. I, he has just decided I can't do anything about it, but... Um, mm. in the same way that I'm just like you guys made decisions for yourselves you decided this marriage didn't work you got divorced, you decided to remarry, you know and that's okay but you can't also now control my reaction or how we behave around it 
Mm-hmm. And very luckily, my friends are very... I think, again, we've entered the flow of things. We just know, okay, after 20-something mm-hmm. years, because a lot of my friends, okay. I've been friends with them since I was 14, so it's 20 yeah. years, oh, 21 years. Maneuver, yeah. yeah, so and it's actually, 20 years, 21 also, years sorry. of, like, adjusting. We basically learned together, I guess, how to adjust, to man- maneuver the situation, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that... It's probably weird if you're if you are to become my friend now, having to do the adjustment would be weird. But for my friends we know, I feel like it's an abnormal normal thing for our friends. Yeah. The adjustment Actually, dynamics and say, everything. For a lot of our friends who have been in our lives for a long time, they also really both they love both our sets of parents. And in that mm-hmm. sense, and I think we had mentioned it before, like there's they move in that energy of the same energy we have because we also both mm-hmm. i mean like our parents are our parents <clears throat> mm-hmm. regardless of how unusual or dysfunctional if we if we were completely honest yeah. the situation is um so i also commend them for those like gymnastics flow. Yeah. And so both I, our sets of parents have uh, to give them credit ha- are nothing but opening and welcoming. Yeah. Magnificent with our, our friends. friends. Absolutely yeah. magnificent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I've kind of shared this a little bit in terms of my how the family dynamic affected my view of marriage. Um mm-hmm. but do you think that it has affected your view of marriage? Oh yeah. Yes, I don't know I that think... I want to get married. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, but the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely like, fuck the whole institution because I don't know that. And I know this value behind, you know, like I don't be the person who's like, it's just a paper. It's not. Mm. But I feel like because by the time you're getting to a space of marriage, and maybe it's because of how I did it where I lived with a person. I feel like being with a partner is a better option. And I don't know if I'm saying that because I want to avoid the possibility of um a wedding with the dynamic mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. And so I'd rather just cancel the whole marriage thing because at least I don't have to deal with a wedding. Wow. I don't know if that's my space. I don't know if that's yeah. why I have come to the conclusion. But genuinely, I don't think it's that serious. I think you're able to commit to a person and you can decide a partnership. We can do a contract, which again is weird because a contract is basically like going to the AG's office. You know what I mean? <laughs> it like It would be the same thing. A marriage. It's a marriage. But <laughs> maybe I'm just cancelling. Just elope. <laughs> just cancel the way. Yeah, the I think it's the wedding. wedding. I think it's the wedding the, part of it. Where the it's formality just like, of the wedding. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. formality of the wedding and the headache, the absolute disaster that I know it would be. Like, mm. such rubbish. And I'm like, I don't want to be sad on my wedding day. I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be sad on my wedding day. So throw the day away. Take it. Throw it off a cliff. It doesn't exist. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Wow. Hey, um, you know me, I was in therapy for a wedding anyway. Well, so yeah. <laughs> next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me though, I still think even being in a marriage, um, I still feel like 
it really really affected how i view marriage mm. and even my wedding day leading up to my wedding day i don't know how many years after nyams what was it 10 years at um, that point trash it was <laughs> no like actually it was it was like 13 years 2009 to 2017 yeah, yeah. do the math people we're not pa- math people please <laughs> yes like 8 years it was 8 eight years yeah mm. okay so 8 years later there still was drama at my wedding and that's the crazy over thing over the same shit and because we got engaged what? around the same time watching your drama yes because you had gotten like, engaged like a couple of months mine. before yes no 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 weeks, yeah because i remember having to apart. ask you gadoni i had i remember having to ask no 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 it was way before gadoni because i feel like i had to ask you if you were planning on getting married that year because i didn't want to be disrespectful yes. and have the drum you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. and i told hey. you go ahead How do you remember me telling you just gave me the go, go ahead, ahead. Yeah. i told you just go ahead please <laughs> and then watching what happened with yours farmed she was like i'm not I was just doing like, it take, that's how gavani was a long engagement how long yeah. are you exactly what? i was like just throw it away like... throw the whole event throw yeah. it away i was just like that, because i was like let me watch yours was done i was like eight years later we're still here and then now you mine would have been plus years? revenge without a day without a venue without anything and then mine would have been now plus extra for now what happened with you as fresh wounds fresh wounds we've been talking well. about scabbing it would have been the straight <laughs> wound and i'm just here scratching on a wound wow. bra- no can't throw the day away can Please. never be you throw it can never but be so never my be wedding my wedding is kind of one of those moments like i talked about like i don't know if it was this episode or the one before where i black out yeah i blacked out I blacked out. Yeah. And it's and so sad, guys. And I went through guys. the motions. I went through the motions and from what everyone tells me, it was a beautiful day. But mm. when I tell you I blacked out, that's all that happened on that day. And yeah. so when people are t- asking you or oh, like what's the, and I've talked to Christian about this before and he knows all of this. That's why I feel comfortable sharing it. Mm. But like my wedding day is not remember i don't remember my wedding day as the happiest day for me you know what i mean That's like it's so not sad. even top 5 it's not even like when i think of moments in my life that should be that should mm. be one of my favorite days of my the best day of my life you know but like it's not even it's not <laughs> you guys can't cry because then i'm going to cry <sighs> Oy, yeah. It's not even it's not even top anything, you know what I mean? But mm. that doesn't mean that I don't love my husband and I'm not glad we didn't do that or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? If anything, yeah. like the, that situation brought that bond and helped him who comes from a family dynamic of like everything works. It helped him understand why mm. it is everything just can't be happy. Why can't we just do this? Why can And you know coming from like people <laughs> like Nyam like you were saying with your friend, they just assume that ah just do this. See you just say this and this will be this will work out. You know what I mean? It's never that simple. 
Yeah. It's never that simple. And going through that day and that period almost strengthened me and my husband a little more, mm. like in an, in one aspect of our relationship, because mm. he finally got it. Mm-hmm. Actually, that is the same case for me with the husband. A totally yeah. different situation. But they got that side of our but, our relationship. Yeah, it's you have to be in the thing to understand, to see. That's why all your friends understand it and are able exactly. to navigate it. Because they've navigate. been. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I don't want that experience. Like, I don't want that understand. You don't understand why I'm like, fuck marriage. Yeah. We because don't, no, I we're don't not want even, that no, to be the experience. You know what I mean? I'm like, can you imagine well, that we've not had a happy marriage? Like, we've never had a happy wedding. Seriously. Yeah, well... Uh, like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... I feel like I understand it from your perspective, Gadonia, as well, in terms of... And I think, like I've been telling you, mine is compounded by my own divorce. Um, yeah. So I had believed that in the future I would be a babe of the oppressed man life. Like... Anyone who knows me knows I'm like, I don't need, I, I, I really don't believe anymore that this, or at, anyway, let me just be open, but the the marriage of things for me is not the thing that keeps a relationship going. It's a commitment, yeah? You yeah. can be together and have the same values, the same direction in terms of, Actually, I would say values, um, whether it's believing in God or even just things like honesty, you know, dignity, justice, whatever those values are. And then you're yeah. committed to make it work. That matters more than a piece of paper, if I'm very frank. That's mm-hmm. my view as at now. And of course, it is it it can appear and sound jaded. And I think I have the right to sound as so based on my experience. Not just That's to notwithstanding, to I was willing and able in therapy through processing to go through this thing again, yeah, which was hard, but you also kind of, and I think maybe now at this point, Gavoni, you don't have a person who wants this thing, yeah, so maybe it's, it's when you find a person, if they're also willing to give up their ideal of what a white wedding looks like then you're home free but you see this discussion we're having is of one person yeah then you meet the person that you feel that you love come here right now cornelius what happened this the ups guy is here i'm sure let me open the curtain yeah ups is here sorry Mm, anyway sorry i'll just mute myself continue (laughs) um so i've even lost my train of thought but my point is we're looking at it from only one person's perspective so even i was of that mind but i was with someone who wanted something different and this is the thing of relationships you just and i was like it's unfair for me to say because of my experience i'm going to nima someone or i will not allow for that person to have what they desire so i guess then for me my prayer for you based on what you're saying Gavani, is that you find somebody maybe who's also okay with not having the white 
wedding or that thing that for us has only been a source of pain, disappointment, hurt, healing and therapy. Yeah. But you see, here's the thing for me, I feel like it's actually to the point that you know how you ask important questions at the beginning. I do know that yes. I'll continue a relationship with a person who wants a white wedding. That's immediately where I am. That is also a exactly. like, word. At the yeah. beginning, I'll just be like, hi, do you plan on having, okay, thank you, this won't work in advance. Yeah. I want yeah. the option to change my mind, yes, but if it's yeah. innately important to you, I have no business being with you. Because for I me, see. the amount of anxiety, like when I tell you, it feels like, you know, for shaking, crying, just like I can't do this, the thought mm. of it gives me such anxiety i'm like i would not enjoy it and i do not want to get married if i'm not going to enjoy mm-hmm. it like through the day itself is what will cause me drama let's go to the ages office sign papers you want to be married we'll sign papers we'll go with mm-hmm. our best friends we'll sign papers we'll tell no one about it then we'll have a reception because you know why at the reception i don't care what you do I'm already married. You know, to the point that I had gotten to a point where I used to calculate, I'd be like, if I have a white wedding, I'll make sure at the wedding I'm already married so that if you act a fool, I can leave, but I already have a husband. Like, why am I doing that calculation? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why is that I thought I have to go through, you know? And so because yeah. I know that, I know for me dating, like now as a person dating, I'm like, is a white wedding important to you and your family? Yes. Okay, it has been real. Thank you for your time. Goodbye. I can't. Mm, but that's also it? so sad. It's it horrible. Like but I hear I know you and I and I, I get that it's important to you, but I'm like I can't. Yeah. I get it. I, but I get it, man. As I'll someone be engaged who again for four years. It to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as someone who worked to, to get back on that uh horse and then ended up where I am now. Even if it came to that you know what? You'll be okay. Utakwa too sour, by the way. You'll we'll just be, be just right. fine. But I think You'll also, be you know, because I'm not like you who... And we'll be I fine too. I also know my reaction. <laughs> Me, I'm that person who... Those bridges, when they're burnt, I'll be the one who she cuts more top was the oil and I'm like, that bridge is burnt. Let it go to... Her. That's my thing. I know. Yeah. The, for, the yeah. forgivingness I have seen you people have, that grace, that thing mm. skipped me. I think you two of you finished it <laughs> for the gene pool. I don't have it. Yeah. I know but I don't anyway, have it. And that's my thing yeah. also. I'm just like, for the sake of relationship. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's well, yeah. maybe we can talk about now marriage um, in our next episode. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, episode. We really appreciate you listening. Please give us your feedback. Like what are some of the things that you're hearing that, and especially if you reached out and you wanted to know how this has affected our relationships. If you have a blended family, has this been the same for you as well? Let us know. Let us know. Sometimes we, we bear ourselves here. The thing that keeps us coming back is hearing someone saying, oh my gosh, I really identify or you're in my mind. Oh gosh, yeah. I thought it was only my folks, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. let us know. Where can they find okay. us, Kadosh? You can find us on all social media platforms at OKKiasi. That's O K A Y K I A S I. And you can also write to us on email at OKKiasi at gmail.com. Perfect. 
Perfect. Yeah. And as always, I am Shiko. I'm Yam. And I'm Gadani. This has been OK Kiasi. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.